Thank you for that song. And uh, it, is, it, is, uh, it is so good for me to understand when I tried to study Psalm 22. In verse number 3, it, was, it said there, that's not our message, but I just want to, to share to you that it is very important to, to Jesus that uh, he behold, he beheld uh, the holiness of his Father. And that is the reason why he finished the work of salvation. It is not just because of sinners going to hell. It is because he beheld the holiness of his Father. That's the reason why he finished the work, because it is the plan of his Holy Father. And that's why we, we must be thankful that our God is holy. Sometimes in churches nowadays, we just go to church just to be in church. But we, we tend to forget that it is necessary for us to think about the holiness of God because that is the reason why we became Christians in the first place. So we just want to praise the Lord for His holiness this morning, and that's the reason why I also love to be in church every week, every Sunday, every service that I could get, could, that I could attend. I shared into our Sunday school class this morning that there is not uh, a service, regular service, that I remember that I miss church. Even though I was sick, I was in the balcony of our church. Uh, sometimes I was in, in the first floor. I was just there attending the church because I know that it is important to be in church. But more so, when I understood and when I experienced what Jesus did for me, it, it made me uh, to, to be more eager to worship Him during Sundays. Because Sunday is not just a Sunday. Sunday is, is, is a day that God, uh, it's His sacred this day for us to meet Him, Amen. to worship Him for what He has done into our lives. I know a lot of us are going through difficult times, but let us not forget, still our God is a holy God. Our God is a good God. Our God is a perfect God. He, he doesn't commit mistakes. So if you are going through a lot right now, this morning, in your life, just remember, if you're a Christian, you have a great God. This morning, I want to share to you one of my favorite passages of scriptures in Hebrews chapter 12. If you, if you are able, you can stand with me. If you're not, you can be seated. But if, uh, uh, if we could read in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, I will just read you, follow with your eyes. It says here, Wherefore? Seeing, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand. Of the throne of God. Shall we pray? Dear God, Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning. We just want to behold your holiness. We just want to behold who you are. Because, oh God, you are worthy to be praised. And I hope and I pray, dear Father, each and every one of us here this morning are here because we want to see you. It's because we want to hear from you. It's because we want to be blessed by your word this morning. Lord, it's not about me who will be speaking. It is about you who will speak and talk and touch our hearts by your message to us this morning. 
Use me, O God, for in Christ's name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. <clears throat> this morning, just like Elizabeth Taylor told her eighth husband, I won't keep you long. But I won't keep you long this morning. I know that um, it's, a, it's a very cold morning. So probably some of you didn't have breakfast. You just got out of bed. You didn't take shower just to be in church. That's all right. At least you're in church. But I, I probably will do that later when it gets warmer a little bit. But uh, this morning I want to share to you one of the, the things that encouraged me every day, not just when I learned about it, it is in a daily basis when I think about it, when I learn from it, that the Bible and the Word of God and God Himself is teaching us to have a successful, beautiful Christian life. I hope that you believe that Christ and Jesus did not die just to save you. He wants you to be saved in order for you to serve Him in order for you to do the will of God as he did the will of God on that cross. Some of us, or many uh, churches nowadays, they are trying to preach a deceiving message that God so loved the world that he loves you just the way you are, and he doesn't care of who or what kind of person you are. He just loves you. That is so sweet to hear. That is so good to, to listen but that is one of the lies of the devil. Because God so loves you so much that he doesn't want you to be the same when he met you. He loves you so much that he wants you to change. And he wants you to serve him as long as you are still living here on earth. If you think about it, if, God, if God's will is for us to just be saved and go to heaven. Then when you, when you knew Jesus Christ, you must be in heaven right now. You should have died that day and you should, you should have been gone to the Lord. But you are still here. If you're, if you're saying you're a Christian, you are still here. Some of, some of you have been a Christian for over 30 years, 40 years. Praise God for that. But God still giving you breath to breathe. Giving you life to live in order for you to live a perfect, a beautiful, successful Christian life. And when I say that, when the Bible is telling us and teaching us for us to have a beautiful Christian life, it doesn't mean it won't be ugly. It doesn't mean there, will, there won't be problems. It doesn't mean there will be no hardships, no heartaches. There will be a lot of them, a bunch of them. But sometimes all of the bad stuff that we think are bad, are evil, for the Lord, it is beauty. Because it is not on our perspective that we would base our Christian lives. It is not about what your pastor thinks. It's not about your church people think. It is about what God thinks. And sometimes, just like what Job experienced in his life, he didn't have a beautiful, smooth life. He had a terrible life. But it was well-pleasing to God. That was, that's why it is a perfect and a beautiful Christian life. And God wants the same for you this morning. God wants the same for you as long as you live. Just like what we read in the first verse, there's a great a cloud of witnesses. It is not just a cloud that we have a lot right now discovering the sun. That's why it's so cold. It is a cloud of witnesses that, that the writer, I don't know 
who the writer really is. Some say it is Paul, but whoever it is, it might be JJ. It might be Pastor Mark. I don't know who the writer is. But in Hebrews 12, he mentioned the, the great cloud of witnesses because he already talked about, in verse number 11, those Old Testament saints who used to live for God. And if you would study the lives of the, the, these witnesses of God in chapter 11 of Hebrews, you would see and learn in their lives that it was not a smooth life. It's not a bed of roses life. It is a life that is so hard that taught them what? To put their faith in God and God alone. My friends, that is what God wants us to learn in our life as a Christian. It is not for us to look for easy, easy way to live. It is not for us to, to learn and to look for how uh, to make ministry easy. It is how we should how we could live our lives for the Lord, how we could serve the Lord through hardships, but full of faith in God. And the writer, by the, the, the feeling of the Holy Spirit, taught us these things. It says, if you want to have a successful and beautiful life as a Christian, let us lay aside every weight. You know what, my friends? Sometimes it is us, it is you, who are holding too much, who are carrying a lot of burdens, who are carrying a lot of stuff that is not necessary, not needful for you to have in your Christian walk. Sometimes you let other people uh, hold you. you. You let other people stop you from serving the Lord. You let other people get in your way in serving the Lord. But the Bible is clearly Teaching us, lay, let us lay aside every weight. It means every weight. Most of the pe- most of the the people that we think, if you if you ask them, what is the most important thing for you? They say, I don't care with cars, I don't care with houses, I just care with my family, and that's a good good answer. But my friends, let me tell you this: if even that's why I'm trying to. To get this, this uh, the greatest answer that they, that the person could give, if if your family, if relationships is holding you back from serving the Lord, that is what the Bible is telling us. Every weight, every weight. The Bible is not teaching us to forget our family. The Bible is not teaching us to let them and just let us serve the Lord and forget about everybody else. The Bible is not teaching about that. In fact, the Bible is teaching us to love the Lord and love our neighbors as ourselves. But it is clearly teaching us if somebody, if something, if somewhere, if anything, anyone is holding you back, keeping you from serving the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you should let that thing, that person aside. Why? Because God wants us to have a beautiful, successful Christian life. Because that is the only way for us to give God the glory. If you love your your parents more than Jesus, it wouldn't give God the glory. I'm not saying loving your parents are bad. It's bad. It's good. It's very good. But if you put that ahead 
of Jesus Christ, you're in the wrong path, my friend. So the Bible is clearly teaching us, lay aside every weight. And the sin which does so easily beset us. So I don't know what kind of sins you still have in you. There's a lot of sins that other people don't know about us. But if that sin is stopping you from serving the Lord, would you, would you think this morning, is that sin worth, it is worth it of your service to the Lord? It is worth of the, the, the words of Jesus Christ, well done, thou good and faithful servant. It is, worth lose, is it worth losing that precious words of Jesus? Is it worth the souls that you could, you could have reached for Jesus? So my friends, if there are any sin that is stopping us and hindering us from serving the Lord, the, the Bible is clearly teaching us, let's get rid of that. The Bible is teaching us that we must do that and that sometimes as human beings, as sinners, it is not easy. Especially those things that we got so used to. But if it's a sin, if it is holding us back, we should take a step. Just like the Old Testament saints, they tried to, to walk in faith and they left whatever they have to live. And that's the reason why I am so blessed with my dad. I don't know if, you, if he shared and you remember his testimony. But he used to be, he was, he was a, a radio officer in a cargo ship back in the 80s. He could, have, he, he could have earned thousands of dollars, go around the world. But at that time, there, there, there is one day that the ship is waiting for him to get on board to, to travel around the world. But that's the time God met with him and God called him to be full-time in the ministry. So he, le- he, he left that job, he left that opportunity and started to work in the church. He lived in the church. I don't know here in America, but in the Philippines. Back then, he used to, to live, he used to sleep in the baptistry. Sometimes he, he told us he, he just have three benches and have a curtain and that's his room. So he, he have to get up early because if some church people come, his room is in the auditorium. And uh, most of, uh, all of his uh, siblings, his family, back then they were not uh, Christians. And in their community, their, their family is well known. So they heard about what my dad did, and they called my dad a crazy person. They said he's out of his mind. But he, he allowed that to happen to his life. Why? He stepped a walk of faith. It's not easy to do that for him. But because of his faith to God, he experienced a life that, is, that we can say a beautiful life for the Lord. Because he chose to give that life to God. And it says here also, and let us run with patience. And let us listen with patience. I know it's hard for you to listen to a Filipino guy. But let us run and listen with patience. The race that is set before us. I know my friends, we have different kinds of life. You are not missionaries. 
Maybe some of you will. Some of you were. But we have different kinds of life. It just means we have different kinds of races in our lives. But the Bible is telling us whatever kind of race God has given to you, walk that race, walk the Christian life as patient as you can be. It, it will not be easy. That's why the, the, the writer used the word patience. You cannot find patience in, in, uh, in uh, a fast food chain. That's why it's called fast food uh, chain. It, it must be instant. Coffee, instant. Everything, instant. Church, instant. <laughs> but you know why, my friends? You know what? The, the Word of God is teaching us to run the race. With patience. We should be patient in whatever race God put us in. If you are going through hard hard, uh, things right now, just run the race with patience. Just believe God is a good God. He doesn't commit mistakes. He allowed that to happen to you. The Bible is telling us it's not easy, but God expects, expects us. To run the trace with patience. And that. All of the things that I have said. It, it will lead us. To our message this morning. Those are just introduction. But my friends. I love what the writer told us. In verse number two. These three words. This. Is the ones. I meditate. Whenever. I feel weak. Whenever I feel discouraged, whenever I feel I want to quit, looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. You know, my friends, uh, I shared also in Sunday school this morning, if, if those teenagers, if they say that they are Christians, They should be coming to church because of their love for God, because of Jesus. It shouldn't be because of their parents. Because sooner or later, they will be adults. And the parents, you, you can't do anything about them anymore. But if they learn to look unto Jesus, they will learn to go to church with a happy heart. They will learn to serve God with a joyful heart. Why? Because they learn to look unto Jesus. Sometimes and most of the times, the reason why it is hard to serve the Lord is because what we see is the ministry and not Jesus. The reason why it is hard sometimes to reach others for the Lord is because we see those others. We see those peoples and we don't see Jesus. Sometimes it is hard for us to do something good for the Lord, it is because we try and we, 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 we are looking on the things that we are about to do than just looking unto Jesus. Because, my friends, I learned in the scriptures that this is the secret that is not so secret because it was written here for us to, to learn and understand and apply into our lives, in our daily lives, for us to keep on going to have a beautiful Christian life. Because most of the times, Christians are too blessed 
while hearing the message of the word of God during church service. But what happens after church? We tend to forget, we don't apply it, and we're expecting, oh God, what is happening to my life? Why am I so discouraged? Why? Because the things that we learn in church, the things that we say it's a blessing for me, we don't apply it, and it don't become a blessing anymore. But my friends, it is not just a blessing during preaching time. It is not just a blessing during sermon time. It is a blessing if we learn to apply this into our daily lives, to look unto Jesus. It is so good, my friends, to sing for the Lord while looking unto Jesus. If we're just looking to the song leader, although he's so good looking, but if you just look at him, you won't, you won't have the heart to really sing for the Lord. But if you look on the songbook, but what you see is not the words, what you see is Jesus, you will sing all of your heart. Why? Because you know those words is for your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If, right, if you try to sing in choir, if you, if you see Jesus, you will sing differently in choir. If you try to go bass routes, you try to share the word of God to other people. And if you see Jesus, you will live differently. Why? Because it what drives those clouds of witnesses. It what drove those Old Testament saints. The reason why they still finished their course of faith. A lot of persecution. A lot, a lot of them became martyrs. But they died with all joy. Why? They learned to look upon God. And that is what we must learn in our lives this morning. And tomorrow. And on Tuesday. And on Wednesday. And on the days to come. And until the day that Jesus Christ will come back soon. And you know what? It is so good to think about if we try and if we learn and if we live to look unto Jesus, His coming would be a different coming. Because you won't be like, what is going on? Because when Jesus Christ comes back again, you will just be so happy. That, oh God, I have been looking unto you by faith for so long, but I get to see you in my own sight. So my friends, that is God's message for us this morning. Whatever kind of race, whatever kind of life, whatever kind of problems you have this morning, I'm not saying all of those things are easy to handle. I know a lot of sickness, a lot of uh, losing of loved ones, all of those things are hard. But if you just try and learn to look unto Jesus, all that you will see is full of beauty. That even though he was on the cross, he was full of blood, wounded. Isaiah said there was no beauty that you could see in him. But when God looked unto Jesus, on that moment, all that he see in Jesus is all beauty. Because if we really see, 
the essence and the person of Jesus Christ, all that you will see is beauty. That's why Jesus dying on the cross is not it's not the uh, it's not the uh, an evil thing for God because it is not the wounds that Jesus, that God was looking into. It is the perfect sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. That's, that's why it became so beautiful in the eyes of God. And he blessed that. And that is the reason why all of us who believe in him have this salvation. Because we saw, and I hope you already saw, the beauty of Jesus in your life. And you know what, my friends? Most of the times, the reason why God is allowing us to go through a lot of difficult times is for us to learn to look to Jesus and to forget all of these difficult things that moved us to look unto Jesus. And after we looked unto Him, all that we see is beauty. You know, my friends, I, I want to to end this message with this story. There's an old lady who used to go to church. He's, he's been going to church for a long time. But th- th- there came a time in her life that she got so tired of going to church anymore. So she went to her pastor. She told him, Pastor, I've been, I've been through a lot. I'm so discouraged. This, uh, a lot of people in our church don't do me any good. I'm, got, I'm so tired of it. This is my last time to be in church. I won't transfer to another church. I'll just stop going to church anymore. Her pastor answered, I understand. I know what you're talking about. But can I just have one request before you leave officially our church? What is that, Pastor? She said, or, or she said, What is that, Pastor? It's from West Virginia, you know. <laughs> so the pastor said, Can you uh, can you get a glass of water? Fill it with water, and you walk around our property, church property, and you come back to me and make sure that glass of water is still full. Can you do that for me? All right, Pastor. All right, I'll do that. You know, I'm trying to to copy their how they speak because in next next week we'll be in Alabama, <laughs> so I'm trying to get along. You know. So, uh, so what she did, she held a glass of water. She walked and walked. She went around the church property. It's, it's Faith Baptist Church. It's very big. <laughs> it's not just a small country church. So she, she walked, and she came to her pastor with that glass full of water. And she told her pastor, Pastor, I already did what you asked me to do. This, this glass is still filled with water. So her pastor told her, that's good. Can I ask you something? Did you see those 20 deers? 20 deer outside. 
There's a lot of deer. Yesterday when I came here this for church, uh, prayer time, about 20 deer outside and on the field. So have you seen the deer outside? There are 50 of them. No, I, I didn't see that, Pastor. Did, did you see the, the church bus that we just bought? I didn't see that, Pastor. Did you see my, my grandkids? They are here this morning, Pastor Mark. No, Pastor, I didn't know that they, they came. So the pastors told her, you know what, sister? You didn't see what I asked you if you saw them because you were too focused on not spilling a drop of water from that glass. And she got the message. The reason why most of the times we get so tired, we became discouraged, we don't, we don't do what we, we're supposed to do anymore. Why? Because we are too focused on the things that we should not be looking upon. We are too focused on about our, our schedules, on about our businesses, on about our situations, our problems. But the Bible and the Word of God is reminding us this morning, learn to look unto Jesus. And if you are too focused on Jesus, you wouldn't see that you have gone so far and you are just glorifying his name because you are trying just to live a beautiful Christian life as you look unto our Savior. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear God, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this morning. Thank you, Lord, for your message and for your word. Help us, Lord, not just to be blessed by the words. Help us, Lord, to live the words that we receive from you. Bless us all now. For in Christ's name we pray. Amen.